You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. What's up, (laughs) y'all? Hello. How's everybody doing? Uh, Welcome to episode 25 of the Heart and Soul Podcast with Mm. Chelsea Jones and Catherine Banco. That's so weird that you just said our names because I was just about to say how I noticed we never say our names. I know. At the beginning of podcasts, which is fine because I would think by now people know who our voices and know who we are. But like if someone yeah. were to just pop on I'm at Catherine. episode 25. Yeah, I'm Chelsea, by the way. BT dubs. And I was just thinking of that. I'm like, you know, usually those like most podcasts that I listen to start off with that's true. That's Catherine or that's Chelsea. And I'm like, hey, y'all, I'm Catherine. We don't do that. And it's weird. But, it's still weird calling myself uh, Catherine Banco. Every yeah. time I do that, I'm like, nah. I feel like that's going to take some getting used to for me when my last name changes. Yeah. But, Chelsea Hollis. That sounds yeah. good. I like the sound of it. It's got the L in the first name and the L in the last yeah. name. So it rings It's got well a nice together. ring to it. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that I don't have to, like, you know, be weird about a new last name like it like it sounds good if it was a really weird last name I'd be like oh man did you ever go on first dates with guys and you would like hear their last name and be like nah like deal breaker (laughs) none that I can think of off the top of my head but you do think about that like gosh if this went anywhere gosh like would I keep my name I'm not even gonna say any last name because I might offend some listeners yeah but there's some that I'm like there's some doozies out there there's some especially like when you pair it with the girl's name like it's one thing if the guys named that because the parents knew, okay, this goes well with this. But then when you're the woman taking the man's name and yeah. you can't help that. It's like, like a lot of alliteration sometimes yeah. don't work well. Sometimes it sounds like stripper names. Mm. <laughs> Wait, what's that game where it's like your stripper name is the street you grew up on? Oh, and your pet, your first pet's name? What's your stripper name? <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Treasure West Westbrook. Treasure, treasure, that is what Chelsea is. That was good harmony. <laughs> uh, mine's a sorrow. <laughs> Wait, first pet's name? Yeah. A sorrow Kelly. Mm. That sounds like a rapper. A sorrow Kelly, come <laughs> Wait, a sorrow? A-S-A-R-O. Was, did you name it that? Wait, isn't that your street name? I didn't name my street or is the tr- is the dog oh, first? Oh, it's the other way around. Oh, okay. So Kelly Asaro. Okay, that sounds better. <laughs> Still sounds I like. I don't know. I kind of like Kelly as a last name, but yeah. Anyway, Treasure was my first betta fish. So Treasure. Yeah. I had a betta fish named Mr. Miyagi in college. <laughs> I had one. I had a fish named Abraham one time. That was that's very sophisticated. Like f- well, I'll tell you what it was from. So it was I think third or fourth grade, and. I got a coupon from Petco for, like, a free feeder fish, which are, like, the fish you buy to feed your bigger fish. (laughs) And I was, like, really excited about it. And so I got this goldfish, not thinking he was going to really last. I named him Abraham because I was very into the show Different Strokes. Oh, yeah. And the little boy, I forgot what his name is, the son that goes, what are you talking about, Willis? Yeah. What is his name? I don't remember. Anyway, he had a fish named Abraham that he would always, like, talk to. And it's I love that, that were, show. Did you watch it at Nick at Night? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it at Nick at and, Night, um, too. And then I ended up naming him that. And he lived for, like, 
years. And Which I ended up is, having to get a huge fish tank for him because he got massive. Just like Abraham from the Bible. E- exactly. And my mom was like, it's because you named him Abraham. He's just living this awesome best life. And I was you like, spoke life into him. I Literal I life. After a while, I was like, geez, I didn't think I was going to have to keep up with him this <laughs> I didn't long, think I had this much power, Abe. Yeah. But yeah, he lived a good life. Well, that was a great intro. <laughs> I didn't even get I don't there. know. Um, but we have had a really difficult work day, y'all. Yes, it's, we have. It's Tuesday at 3 o'clock almost, and, you know, we had to start this podcast late for serious reasons. Mm. We had to watch last night's episode of The Bachelorette. <laughs> yeah, so we had a little girls' night last night um, that we referred to last week. With Arissa, she mm-hmm. was so sweet and hosted us in her cute little house. We had some wine and a lot of dips. <laughs> it was like dip central. Just like really fun girl time, which is kind of what ultimately prompted us to talk about what we're going to talk about today. But yeah. Anyway, missing the Bachelorette last night meant that we had to catch up on it today. Yeah, we so just had to. You that's guys. what we just did for the last hour and a half, and. Uh, it did not disappoint. It did not disappoint. Well, it's been like two weeks since we've actually talked, maybe three weeks even, since we've talked uh, about a Bachelorette episode, because we didn't talk about we it We didn't last talk week. about it last week, but I think we did the week before. But it came out a week after. Oh, that's true. That's so true. So we were we already early. a week behind. Mm-hmm. Well, last week's didn't even, like deserve to be talked about, because they did that stupid, like, hour-long uh, recap stuff. Set them. Um, She's like, hey, remember what happened like literally 30 seconds ago? Let's just- <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you remember five minutes ago when Luke P, when you told him he was being psycho, they're making you psycho? And she's like, oh my God, yes. That was so funny. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we're all caught was, up. We're all caught up. Today was pretty crazy. Pete had his um, one-on-one, and I really like Pilot Pete. I always have, and I think he really proved himself to be a stellar dude. I do like him a lot. I think he's definitely going to make top three, maybe top two. I just, he's just a little babyish for me. He has like, a baby face, for he's sure. He's got that baby face. He's just like, I think he has good intentions. I think he's really sweet. I think they're cute together, but he's just, doesn't have that, like, yeah, manly, like, I don't know. Well, you like mainly. We're different though. Yeah. Like you're dating like this like six six. <laughs> chest. Dating. <laughs> oh, engaged. we're about to get married, but we're still it's fine. dating. We're still yeah, like, dating for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> like chest, <laughs> macho, <laughs> shaved head man. Yes, that's true. And then I'm dating precious little Michael. <laughs> well, Michael's buff. He is. He's pretty. Sh- He's pretty ripped. Um, anyway, anyway, who else did I like? Um, um, we don't really love Garrett. They did their naked skydiving oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. situation, and I'm not a fan. I really I don't think like he's him. just okay, and I don't like the way he reacts to Luke. It's just like he's kind of childish. Yeah, and like a, a he's immature. an aggressor. He's not focusing on anything that actually matters it's just annoying that he keeps feeding into the drama and yeah he's like frankly it's like who cares dude just move on right like back up so garrett's a no for me um gonna be a no for me dog jad is just mm, he's so boring i think jad's a square the songs are cute he's got a decent voice 
little pitchy. I think the songs are way too much. Like, and it's every chance he gets, he's singing, <laughs> yeah. or like I've heard him sing more than I've heard him speak. Right, and that's like not give okay. us some substance first of all. Also, you already admitted that that's the reason why you originally went on the show. And so now you all you're doing is... should stop doing that if you actually like this girl. Exactly. Are you popping a pimple in your foot? No, it's not a pimple. We'll talk about this. <laughs> this is um, this is part of my crappy that we'll talk about. Um, anyways. No. Ant bites. Fire ants. Mm. We'll get there. Um, anyway, I hate freaking Luke P. I really am starting to get... He's so manipulative when he was like... Uh, I just want to like punch him in the face. When, just... you, when he said, I apologize for you misunderstanding me. Is yes. that what he said? His, no, he said, I apologize that I was misunderstood. Yeah. That's not an apology. That's not an apology. That's basically saying, hey, I'm you sorry. messed up again. And I'm sorry that you messed up. Yeah. I will take, yeah, I will take. You need to whatever. say, I'm sorry. I take full responsibility yeah. for my actions. It won't happen again. The way he speaks is just like subtle shame. So manipulative, shaming her, and just yeah. I, I don't understand what she sees. It, I, I like really want to believe that there's like hope, and I think that there is hope in him. But I just don't think he's like ready to date like he's still trying to find himself and like his relationship with god and it's like he's like just this little baby minnow like trying to swim full upstream towards like marriage yes i think he's not ready for that i think he wants to win i don't think he loves hannah Mm -hmm. i think he doesn't like losing Mm -hmm. and that's what's getting him so fired up is like other people getting in his way of what he wants and right he's not the way that he's handling all these situations means he's a thousand percent not ready for marriage. Oh, no, 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 and no plus way. he's, like, young, you know? He needs to... They're all so young. A lot of them are, yeah. So, yeah, I think he's got some issues, major issues, that he should probably go see a counselor and work through before he gets into a relationship. But Hannah's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> she's so... She was wasted on that group mm, date. On that group date. It was so funny with all the moonshine. I loved it. Loved it. Yeah, especially, I think... uh, especially the pickle scene. Wait, what was She bit into that oh, huge yeah. pickle, and then Dylan's face was like, <laughs> hilarious. That was funny. Oh, that was good. So, anyway. um, let's... Uh, I'm sorry to uh, shame you and call you out on popping the thing on your foot. Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. But let's Even talk if it about was the a crappy. Pimple. Yeah, so... What are your happies and crappies? Um, okay, so this weekend I had three engagement shoots, mm-hmm. which were, would definitely be considered part of my happy because they were so much fun and just such a good time. I love, love, love engagement shoots. I talk about this all the time, so I won't bore you guys again. But um, laugh. Friday night I was doing a shoot at the beach, and Kelsey was with me as, like, she was doing some, like, assisting for me and getting some behind-the-scenes the stuff. And we met at the little gazebo at Wrightsville Beach, and I always leave my shoes there just because, like, one, it's it's the beach, and I don't like to wear my shoes in the sand, but I always have this weird thing when I'm shooting. I don't like to wear shoes. Yeah. It's just weird. I like to be barefoot all the time. So I always just leave my shoes under the bench and go shoot, and I come back, and I grab them, and I leave. So we're doing some shooting, and then the couple goes to um, get dressed into their next outfit, and Kelsey and I go back to the gazebo, and she's like, didn't you leave your shoes under here? And I was like, yeah, those are mine. And she's like, no, they're not there anymore. And I was like, 
are you kidding me? And I look under the bench, they're freaking gone. And they're like those nice Olakai sandals that are like your wear everyday sandals that are expensive. Yeah. And Jordan's mom got those for me like two or three years ago and I love them so much mm-hmm. and I was so upset. I'm like, who, first of all, who steals things from other people? But especially their shoes. Like, ew, why do you want to wear somebody else's shoes? Yeah. That are like yeah, two or that three is years pretty, old, you know? Pretty come gross. On. That's, that's just, come on. We got a lot of um, shoe crappies lately. I know. Yours was yours were eaten. Mine were eaten. Yours were stolen. Why is, hey world, why are you out to get our feet? I know. Back off, um, bro. And so then Saturday night, my second engagement shoot of the weekend, I... Again, wasn't wearing shoes. I should have learned my lesson the first time. <laughs> the next day. And, well, I probably would have gotten bit either way because I would have had sandals on. But, regardless, I was at Fort Fisher and shooting my sweet couple. And I looked down and all of a sudden I was just like, ow, I felt all these bites on my feet. Sure enough, fire ants, they're just all up, all over um, Fort Fisher. And at first I was like, oh, okay, that hurt, but now it's fine. Like, no big deal. It's a slow burn. It's fine. Woke up, what was it, yesterday? I didn't realize that it takes 24 to 48 hours for them to develop these, like, postural things. Yeah. And I swear, I woke up yesterday morning, and I wanted to rip my feet off. Like, it was so swollen, so itchy. This yeah. This one's not as bad as this one was. Worst. This was one of those postural things. It's now starting to scab. But I was like, holy crap, what just happened? I thought it was, like, getting infected because it hurt. Like, I just wanted to scratch the crap out of it. And, like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, terrible feeling. And so I woke up, and I'm, like, Googling ant bite remedies. <laughs> Naturally. And I actually put some tea, tra- tea treat oil on it. That works. And immediately it stops the itch. I do that with my mosquito bites. Yeah, it was amazing. And then it was fine all day until I, like, sweat later on. And then it started to itch again. And now, clearly, it's itching again today. But I have a really embarrassing ant bite story from college. I, um, and all, every summer of college, I was a camp counselor. Mm-hmm. And one summer, I think I was, like, 20. But I had a crush on this guy named Kevin. Um, I and- love that you're just, like... You're so chill about name dropping all the time. Oh, yeah. Well, he probably doesn't listen. He's very happy right now, as am I, but it did not work out. Yeah. And this is why. <laughs> okay? So he, like, at at Sky Ranch, they your camp crush is called your scrush, your sky crush. So he was my scrush that summer. Okay. Um, and you, it's, it's, like, so innocent. It's, like, you're just, like, flirty. Yeah. And, yeah. like... You never really hang out, but on the weekends, you get, like, 24 hours where you have no campers. And so he asked me to go watch the fire. It was July 4th weekend, so he asked me to go watch fireworks with him at this, like, um, it's, like, this hill park thing. I was like, oh, my God, he loves me. So I'm like, sure, sure, sure. So I'm wearing this, like, spaghetti strap tank top, and we go and to this hill, and we lay down to watch the fireworks. Oh, no. Well, you girl laid down in a straight-up ant pile, but did not realize it. Like, so I'm just being eaten, and then, like, a couple minutes go by, and I'm like, this, I feel weird. Like, (laughs) like, puffy. Like, I feel, like, inflamed, and... Yeah. And my skin feels hard, and I sit up, and there's just ants all (gasps) over me, and my whole back has, like... Like welts, like on your what's on your feet right now, yeah. but it's like all it was all over my back because of the spaghetti straps, and oh, um, no. we never went out again. So, 
I'm not going to say that it was because of the ants, but I'm also not going to say it was because of the ants. Yeah, they're no freaking joke, man. Like, I didn't... I've been bitten before, but I don't think they were this bad. Like, yeah, they're they're not nice. Oof. So anyway... Species. Sorry. That was a little... Hijacked your crappy. Well, no, you're fine. I was kind of going on and on, but that was my crappy. Um, and my happy... I would say it was Sunday. You probably saw my Instagram story. Jordan blew up our car. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And we decided to take it out and go to Masonboro for the day. And so we <laughs> blew up the kayak. And I'm like, can you check the radar, you know? Because it was stormy. It, it might get a little stormy today, but we've got plenty of time. So he's like, yeah, it says at the beach we should be fine, like past 11. And so we packed a cooler. We went to Teeter. We got some subs to go eat on Masonboro. That is like y'all's thing. Yeah. Subs for yeah. Teeter. Yep. It's easy. And it's on the way to the beach. And mm-hmm. you don't have to like really no, go good. out of the way. So we made it to Masonboro. And it was so fun. And our kayak survived. And uh, we hung out on there for a little while. And just like walked around. Searched for shells. Jordan has this thing where he likes to look for coral. And he found a bunch of coral pieces. Oh, cool. And then um, we decided to start going back because it started drizzling. And then the whole way back, it just downpour. Oh, really? I didn't know that. So hard. But it was actually kind of hilarious. We were just like cracking up the whole time thinking like, oh my gosh, this is... Like, it doesn't matter at this point. We were swimming You're soaking wet already. As long Um, as it's not lightning on you. Yeah, it was fine. We, We had so much fun and... Just as a warning, as we were paddling out to Masonboro, there were jellyfish everywhere down in the water. Like, everywhere I looked right and left, there were just tons of them. People so, have been, like, posting a lot of pictures, too, of jellyfish they're seeing at Wrightsville. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot right now, so just be careful. And there was a water spout there on Sunday. Really? Or Monday, Sunday. Yeah, like a tornado in the water. Wow. Did you not see that? No. It was all over, like... Facebook and stuff. Oh gosh, like, thank God it wasn't with us in our inflatable <laughs> kayak. <laughs> you see you and Jordan at the top of the water spout in all these pictures. Your kayak's up there, your sub sandwiches are flying. <laughs> that would not be funny, but um, oh. anyway, that was my hobby. It was just a fun day. That sounds so fun. Yeah. Um, my you? hobby is that well, Michael came back in town on Saturday and. We got to hang out again. I was just happy to see him. It had yeah. been like four or five, four or five days of him being gone. So that, I guess that's my crappy. Um, and this is like a cheesy moment, but you know, we're we're very weird together, like when it's just the two of us. And so we we just spent like the whole weekend like hanging out at the house and ordering takeout and being goofy, and like. I just had this moment on Sunday night where I was like, I just, he's just my best friend. Aww. You know, where yeah. you're just like, I love him. Yes. I just love being goofy with, with him. And he said like a really sweet thing. He was, so <laughs> this is probably too much information, but I do this thing where I'll like booty dance. Mm-hmm. Like I'll like put my hands on my knees and then I'll like shake my butt. <laughs> and I was doing it on Sunday night as like a joke. And then <laughs> He said, I really hope that when I get to heaven, God shows me a highlight reel of the weirdest things that you've done in our relationship. 
He was like, because that would be top of the list. And I was like, I hope so too. Yeah. Because that would be so fun. I love that. You guys are so cute. So that was um, my happy, and I guess my crappy was just him being gone. Yeah. I'm going away this weekend. I'm leaving Thursday night and Mm -hmm. come back Sunday for a wedding. And I'm already like, I miss him so much. I hate it. But Michael's busy season is summer. So he's like gone again next week and then two weeks after that. So we're going to have a lot of weekends apart because then um like we have our workshop soon which I'll just basically be gone the whole day and then I'm going to Asheville when he goes on his bachelor party and then it's my bachelor party yeah I know I can't rage it's so soon um anyway yeah so I totally know what you mean it's like such a happy and a happy and a crappy happy um would you like to read our review of the week? Sure. I feel like it's your turn, though. It's my turn? Yeah. Okay, I'll read it. Um, this one is subjected. Is that the right word? Sure. The I... subject of this one is all the things. And it's from Southern Style Blog, which is her Instagram name, our friend Zell Wiggins, who owns Zia Boutique. Yep. And you need to follow her on Instagram because she's like a fashionista. Um, she said, I followed Catherine and Chelsea on Insta before they launched their podcast, and now I love this extension of their brand. Catherine popped into my store not too long ago. I bought three scrunchies when I was there. Not too long ago, and it was like I'd known her forever. As a small business owner, it's so nice to hear the ups, the downs, and the in-between from both K and C, as well as the other ladies they've had on the podcast. They've become my new walking buddies, too. I tune in for my walk around the loop, and the time has passed in no time. Thanks, ladies, for keeping it real with all the things. XOXO, Zell. So Thanks, cute. Zell. We Thanks, love you. Zell. And we're still waiting for you to say yes to being a guest on the podcast. I know. Come on, Chica. <laughs> no <heck>? pressure. <laughs> no, but we love you. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Um, well, that's a good segue into what we're going to be talking about today. We're just going to talk about, like, girlfriends. Yeah. Um, and the importance of them how they've impacted our lives leading up to now, um, how we try to incorporate time with girls um, still, even though we're busier and older and both in relationships, we just think it's really important to Mm -hmm. make that quality time um, a priority with girlfriends. Um, And it's like very timely for me right now because I just recently went back to counseling um, which I highly recommend counseling to anyone, even if you don't think something's wrong with you. Um, Because I've had, like, just insecurities with, like, girlfriends and friendships lately, where, or one one friendship in particular, but I, it's, like, infiltrated and, like, spilled out over into, like, how I perceive myself as, like, a friend and how I think people think of me Mm -hmm. even though it's like all just lies in my head but it's been really cool to like sit in these counseling sessions and then like after reflect on the amazing friendships that I do have and that I've had my whole life like I don't know about you but I've had when I was in when I was four I met like my very best friend Natalie I met her when I was four years old and then like we have four There's a group of us, we call each other the four, from life, who have been best friends since we were, like, children. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like that's rare. It is rare. And I think that God, I know that God, like, just 
I never had sisters growing up. And so I always like um, say that they're like my sisters because Mm -hmm. I just know that like from a very like young age, God was like impacting me through women's lives and through like relationships with women because I think he was calling me into like working with women and like what I'm doing now. So like I've always had like freaking stellar friendships with women. Yeah. And that's why this topic is, like, I'm so passionate about it. Yeah. And you're really good at, like, nurturing those. and, and See, that's being... my issue is, like, thank you for saying that because I don't feel like I am that great at nurturing or as of lately I, have, I haven't felt that way because a lot of my friendships now are long distance. Right. And I just am going to throw this out there. I am terrible at long distance friendships. Well, the thing about, we've had a conversation about this before, and I think the thing about those types of friendships is they will, they've like stood the test of time already, you know what I mean? And like nurturing doesn't necessarily mean it has to be talking every single day or sending a text every single week even. It's, it's just being, what's the word? Like available. Yeah. Just being available and just not you're not just like brushing them aside. You know, if something were to come up, you would probably be on a plane in a heartbeat for Mm -hmm. those people. And I got friends like that too up in New York where sometimes we won't talk for like weeks or months on the phone. But I mean, social media helps a lot because you do feel like you know what's at least going on in each other's lives. But then the second you get back together with them, it's like no time has passed. And you don't, those are the friendships that don't need as much like, nurture I guess because they're just yeah because like foundation is like what you said when you get back together it's just like yeah it's just how it always like was when you were in the same town and sometimes I think I just like is like one text it's like hey I'm thinking about you and I miss you and Mm -hmm. let's catch up and then that can I need to really work on that because I'm not a good texter Mm -hmm. and that's like the main way the main way of communicating these days and I'm terrible at it I'm especially terrible at responding to texts because I'll like read them and then I'll be like oh I'll answer that later and then I just totally forget I've done that here and there too which I feel like everybody does it's not like you're intentionally ignoring it I'm not it's nothing's intentional at all I'm just like not a good (laughs) communicator and I need to be better I'm not just gonna like be pull a Luke and be like that's just who I am (laughs) but because I do need to be better at that but um what who are, like, three women in your life besides um, your mom mm-hmm. and family members who have impacted you the most? Ooh, I didn't realize you were going to put me on the spot. I didn't realize. It literally just came into my heart, that question. Oh, gosh. Three women. You don't have to say names. Who have influenced me. Well, I can. Okay. Um, you know, me, I'm all about dropping names. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, the first, like, person that comes to mind is, like, my best friend from high school, Becky, because she was the first person. Like, so when we moved to North Carolina, I came from a really smallish town in New York where, like, you all go to the same school. You all know each other from, like, elementary school through high school. Yeah. And then I'm pulled out of that into this, like, huge, biggest school in the county where everybody's new like I almost would have rather been the new girl so people would know like oh hey that's the new girl we should probably go talk to her Mm -hmm. everyone was coming from like 
multiple different schools around the county into this one big high school and it's like all these cliques are already formed and you're just kind of every man for yourself type situation and I just didn't know my place really and I didn't really have friends down here except for like a couple of people that I had that I knew and um it wasn't until sophomore year that we even met like my freshman year was really rough Mm. I was like I freaking hate it I want to move back I would just cry all the time like I just want to be back with my friends because my really really good friends were still up there that are in my wedding and we would fly back and forth all the time and some at some point my mom was like maybe we shouldn't keep flying her back up there because she's not gonna like move on and yeah. like try to meet friends here and so when Becky and I met she was like the first person that really like took me under her wing kind of and I don't know she reminds me a lot of you where like and like how we met we were just like yeah come on meet all my people and let's hang yeah. out and let's be friends and let's get deep and um we just immediately clicked and she's just been that like rock friend that I know is gonna she's be a awesome. forever friend and would do anything for me and I would do the same for her and we've been friends for like 13 years now <laughs> 12 years or something like that so um that would be definitely influential and then like more recently you and Macy have been super like I it's crazy to think that a year ago you guys coming into my life like all the things that have transcended since that is actually mind-blowing yeah, if you like really sit back and think about what's happened in all the our things lives that have happened, year. like I really couldn't even explain it well enough on this podcast for people to understand. Like, we need a whole episode about it. Yeah, we really do. Like, and I know that God's hand was all over it, but just like the chain of events and like how how easy it was to just like feel like this was home and that you guys were meant to be a part of our lives is just crazy. And I've been so influenced by both of you and your passion for helping women and like starting this podcast and just I feel like we've been such a good team to yeah we're a good to team. just let each other have our own paths but be so supportive supportive and... of each other and and walking this one together but it doesn't I don't know there's never been any tension it just feels like right yeah it's I don't know never if that been makes any sense but makes total sense that has been huge for me in this last year has made me really realize that the importance of having one girlfriends but two like community to just feel so much more fulfilled in your every day yeah like we talked about this last night at our girls night or our ladies night is like if everyone in the world would just like champion each other and support yes. each other instead of compete mm-hmm. against each other wouldn't this world just be such a better place yeah it really would Women especially, I think women have this, like, competition mindset of, like, comparison and mm-hmm. and we struggle with comparison, I think, more than men, but I'm not a guy, so I don't know. But yeah, I think that leads to, like, this competition mindset, which leads to, like, internal and external yeah. battles mm-hmm. with fellow females. Yeah. So, can we all just get along? <laughs> What about you? What would you say you've been your Well, I was like thinking about it while you were answering and I'm I'm going to say like each season has brought like an influential pack of women yeah. to my life. Yeah. So like 
in high school, it was those four girls or three girls, like the four of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that led into college too. Like they were pretty influential in, in my life. And then um, when I was single um, and living in Wilmington and like starting to heal from um, my eating disorder, like there was, there's a group of us that we were all single. We were in this like, we have no idea what we're doing in life thing mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And that was such an important like seasonal and they're still some of my best friends, but like right. to have them at in that, in that season was so influential. And then now, like you just talked about, like you and Macy, um, because we're also in similar seasons mm-hmm. of like we're chasing after our dreams and we're becoming like adults, like yeah. real adults, you know, <laughs> like not yeah. like adults who pay taxes and right. like <laughs> and like have to make really big decisions. Yeah, um, and like take big leaps. Yeah, and, like, I don't think, like, as much as I, and you can, like, say this, too, about Jordan, like, as much as I love Michael and, like, he is my my number one, I could not do the things that I'm, I'm doing with my life without girlfriends. Yeah, for sure. Without, like, that strong support system outside of Michael or outside of my family. Right. You know, like, right. just, like, people in your season – same season of life who are like, I get it. Yep. And it's just, you know, Michael and Jordan are going to be there for us no matter what. They love us unconditionally. And, like, that is something I will never take for granted. But it's it's still different, like, just being a female. Being just, a female. You just need to have that. You need someone who gets it. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> men and women are so Very different. different. Like, even I had a girl come over today right before we recorded, or right before we watched The Bachelorette, who um, <laughs> I was training, and, like, she walked in, and I could read the female all over her face. Like, I knew she was struggling. Yeah. And I was like, hey, how you doing? She was like, I'm good. And I was like, no, you're not. And she was like, yeah, I'm not. And she was like, so it's like, you just, I don't know yeah. why that explained in my head or that made sense, but, like, it you just, did. females get females, and sometimes men just don't understand. Yeah. And they can't speak to that hurt or that struggle the same way that a female... Well, our brains scientifically work differently. Yeah. I mean, I lie down in bed at night and I need to watch a couple shows so that I can literally shut shut my my brain off off and just not think about my own stuff. And Jordan hits the pillow and he's immediately snoring within three minutes. Oh, yeah. So it's just like... Mid-conversation, Michael will be like, asleep. Oh, yeah. That's like, just like a really great um, illustration of how their, their brains versus ours. And that's great. Like, I wish I could be like that. They but that's why we need them. Separate, like, yep, I'm done with my day. It's time to rest. Let me go to sleep. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I need to do this. Did I did me saying this thing to this person make them feel bad? Do they not like me? Like yeah. just overthink everything. All the time. And you can't control it. But And like when you're going through those like super tough times or I don't know, overthinking moments, like sometimes you just need a woman to be like, I totally get it. Like yes. you're not alone. Yeah. Yep. I've been that crazy too. I've been like mm-hmm. I felt those exact same feelings. I get it. Yeah, it is, and it and it's somehow we're we're wired that way to want to be able to relate to one another and just have and just be understood. Mm-hmm. That's like I feel like one of our 
greatest needs is to feel understood and to feel like we're a part of something. Totally, like we're and, known. Yeah, and I really think that that is what contributes to our ultimate happiness and like fulfillment is community. Right. And just lack of like rejection, you know, mm-hmm. just feeling like you're a part of something, which is again relating back to the episode we had when we talked about like friendships and relationships and we referenced those documentaries and those TED talks about happiness and oh, yeah. what that really entails. So who are like some fe- and now we're getting into the female talk, but like <laughs> yeah. Females that you don't know that you wish you could meet or wish you could be friends with. Ooh. That's good. I would need more time, I feel like. I definitely wish I could meet Jenna Kutcher. Yeah. Uh, that y'all would get y'all would be besties. I love her. Um, Joanna Gaines. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of who else is like super cool and into um I do love Sophia Bush. I do too. I think she's just like a real powerhouse and Yeah, she's a strong woman. Very cool. I wish I could meet Brene Brown and be yes. friends with her. Yeah. Or like have her just mentor me. She's pretty dope. And be like my counselor. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. There's so many women I wish I could There's so many meet. baller women. I'd probably just be like so nervous to meet, but yeah. What are some ways that you incorporate um time with women or time with girlfriends into your schedule like how do you make it happen lately it's been more like impromptu which has been kind of fun but like when we're at the at the studio a lot of times we'll just all be there at the same time in between classes and have like an extra 30 minutes or whatever just to hang out and talk and like those moments aren't necessarily always intentional but it's so nice to just Mm -hmm. be able to like lay back and chat about yeah. random things and, and then then be kind of spontaneous yeah and then like more natural the other night after a class macy and i were like hey let's just go grab sushi we both haven't eaten yet let's just do that on a whim i haven't been as good about making like intentional plans with people just because all of our schedules are so crazy it's so hard to but um yeah i always just try to like catch in if if i think about a friend i try to tell them that or mm-hmm. like Send them a text if they if they happen to cross my mind or give them a call. There's just something so nice about getting on the phone and chatting and catching up. That's good. Um, if I think about a friend, I let them know. Yeah. That's, just that's just, just text so them. simple. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, hey, I was thinking about you today or praying about you today or you were in my dream or whatever it is. And even that small thing is still a connection and I feel like that's healthy and important. Um this is a lot of my girl time that's like actually scheduled I was gonna say that (laughs) which is nice um and then like of course my friends at home just trying to like schedule weekends where like ahead of time hey I don't have a wedding or anything booked on this weekend let's Mm -hmm. go to Raleigh or you come here or whatever it might be um I just have to be very diligent about that yeah Um, I think like scheduling so like I really and jealous sometimes of like the yoga studio vibe because y'all get to see each other every day and like that spontaneity is so like sweet yeah um for me I have to like because I work from home or I at the gym yeah I'm at the gym like I have to schedule more Mm -hmm. which 
sometimes takes away like the sweetness of it but I've no, I've like recognized that especially from this long distance friendship uh insecurities that I've had that it's like necessary for me so like my friend Veronica who lives in DC like we have a phone date scheduled for 5 p.m on Friday and it's That's like good. in my calendar yeah and I'm trying to be better about like scheduling time with girlfriends even if it's on the phone or like yeah. last night and putting it on my calendar yeah I'd, like making it a meeting unfortunately that is like how I we have know. to do things but yeah and like last time I caught up with one of my really good friends from New York it was like hey let's catch up on the phone like we'll both be driving tomorrow night at 6 p.m I'll call you then yeah because like chances are if you just pick up the phone and call someone they're not gonna be able to talk Oh, yeah, and then they're going to feel guilty because they can't pick up the phone. Right. Like, have you ever gotten phone calls from friends? And then that's, like, hanging over you. And And you're like, oh, God, i got to call her back, but I can't answer right now. I'm with this person. or And you know you're going to talk for, like, an hour and a half. Yeah, you know exactly how it's going to go. You can't just answer the phone and be like, hey, can I call you back later? Because you don't know when later it's going to be. Like, you have to, like, schedule it. I know. Well, I feel like for you, too, that intentional friend time is important outside of work but luckily for you I think because you're a personal trainer you get to have so many of those connections with women every single day which is really neat and that's why like I love that soul is a part of my week because yeah I have like girl time penciled in twice a week every week Mm -hmm. and like even this past weekend we did a workout at um on on a Saturday instead of during the week and we like went to brunch after Mm -hmm. and I knew that because I was going to be with them. Like, I had that time blocked off. Yeah. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm thankful for Soul because it's, like, it's like mandatory girl time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. Um, but being an adult, man, it just, like, it changes a It lot. changes your schedule <laughs> so much. Like, it's just, it, I feel like your friendships, though, especially the ones that you know are going to, they last. mold to they it. mold to your life and it's like you just understand that do you know what your love are... language is i've taken the test yeah do you know what it is words of affirmation and physical touch mine's quality time yeah which is why like i get i get so butthurt and like offended when i feel like i'm not wanted somewhere because mm. i like and like they don't want to spend time with me they don't like spending time with me and that's no. like all false yeah. But that's why I get so, like, Completely. sad. Yeah, like, like before we talked about it, and you're like, oh, you guys are, like, always hanging out at the studio. I'm like, no, we're really not. Like, that's, it's never, like, oh, let's all meet at this place at 9 o'clock in the morning. It's just we all happen to cross paths, and if we're going to get a smoothie and we happen yeah. to be in the same place, we'll, we'll hang for a little bit. Like, it has nothing to do with no, I not know. inviting I, anybody like, here. But I understand that because you it's see it. It's just like it, a, and it's, and it's a new fear of mine. Yeah. So it's like. Well, that it makes sense. Yeah. And I think that a lot, this is like something I would give advice to people who are single and married. Like a lot of people, when they're single, they only hang out with single people. When they're married, they only hang out with married people. Yeah. And when I was single, that used to bother me. Um, and so my advice to everyone is if you're single, invite the single and the married people. And if you're yeah. married, invite the single invite the married and the single people and give them a chance to say no right but don't assume that they're not gonna want to yeah spend time with you i don't think i've ever like thought that the I don't only think thing it's... i can understand is when like kids come into the equation and kids don't change have the game to be like hey this isn't a kid's kind of event you know what or I mean? if it's like a couple's date night 
Right. Like, you obviously don't want someone to feel left out. Yeah. Or, like, be like... Yeah, yeah, Or like, if it's going to be wheel. all couples and, like, cool Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, like, sometimes they don't care. And if it's not, like, a datey type situation... And it might... And them. give them the opportunity to say no. Right. Be like, no, nah, I don't really want to be the fifth wheel, but at least I got to decide. Right. Not... Yes. Not the other person. Yeah, I completely get that. So that's kind of... That's probably, like, one of my biggest pieces of advice to people who are, like, seeking friendship is just, like, invite everyone. Yeah. And, like, see what happens kind of thing. Or if you're seeking that quality time. Um, I'm going to read some questions that we got. Oh, we got questions? Yeah. I put it up on the podcast uh, Instagram. Oh, yeah. I saw that last night. Or we, yesterday. Yeah. So. Let me pull them up. Pull it up. Pull it up. Okay. Um, I feel like we kind of touched on this in episode... Here she goes with her numbers, people. Six. Oh, she did it. Because um, it's our most listened to episode. That's why this one stands out especially. Mm-hmm. Now that we're on to 25, I'm not going to remember them all. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I, I, might. I, I have so much faith in you to remember all. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that means a lot. Okay. But she asked, how do you kindly distance yourself from toxic friendships that aren't serving you anymore? I was listening to a podcast this morning about, like, that topic, and she was talking about a friend. It spoke to me, um, but she was talking about a friend that um, was, like, her go-to person for, like, a really pivotal season of life, and then either that person, I can't remember the story, but, like, they they changed, Mm -hmm. and their lives changed, and she had to convince herself first that this is not this is not the healthiest friendship for me and and where I'm at right now so I think I think first you have to have that self-acceptance of like right this is not bringing me any life it's sucking joy for me or it's just not appropriate for where I'm at in life right now Mm -hmm. and it might seem selfish and maybe it is uh, to some extent because it's self-care and I think that's totally fine and acceptable I'm really bad at the conversation piece, though. Like, I don't know if it's, like... Yeah. Well... I guess it's dependent upon the situation. I mean... Here's the thing with that. It's, like... Well, I completely agree with you where it's, like, I think what needs to come first is checking on yourself and figuring out, like, okay, is is it this person that's changed or is am I the one that's changing and like kind of just outgrowing this relationship and like either one is okay totally normal but it's almost like you don't you don't need to like break up yeah you don't you can start to remove yourself without needing to hurt that person necessarily unless like they've specifically done something that you need to address and say hey this is what happened this is how I feel and I don't feel like we should be friends anymore yeah that's completely justifiable but if it's just like, yeah, I don't think this friendship is like really going anywhere at this point. You don't have to continue hanging out. Like you don't have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I no, feel like in, a, so in adult life, it's it's a lot easier to do that where we're all so busy and it, like we were just talking about, you have to schedule that time anyway. So maybe you just stop scheduling. Do that it. less and less, and like, I don't know. I would I would never be one to say. It to advocate for ghosting someone and that's definitely not what I mean but 
I think also like if you do decide that you want to have a conversation to be like completely honest and be like, yeah, Hey, I love you and I care for you. But in this season of life, like we are not lifting each other up. Like we're not good for each other. Right. Like we just need to separate ourselves, and give I feel ourselves like some distance. If it's at the point where you're like you're realizing that, they're probably realizing it, it too. They probably are too. But at the same time, like, well, they could not be if they're just that that kind of friend where you're like, they just are all about themselves. That's a little bit, yeah, of a different situation where. Yeah, I think first you, thing, do a heart check, take some time to like think about it, pray about it, figure out like what the root of the breakup or the what the root of you wanting to end this friendship is and then after coming to like a solid reasonable conclusion right i think you'll have peace of where to go from there yeah and honestly i haven't had that happen in a long time since like high school college i feel like that happens more in that season of life than it does in adulthood because most people i feel like once you start to what's the word like move into yeah like (laughs) mature and like move into your purpose and stuff like you're not you're not allowing those people to come in in the first place right you know like you and if you've had those friends for a long time then like you probably know at some point like something's up most of the time um not to say that they're i don't know no no, i mean like i I haven't had that happen since college really and i think that's just because you don't have as much time for it and you're not as and in college and high school you have like way more drama right and it's just all about like hey like how big of a yeah how big of a friend group can i have like you want to be friends with everybody and you're in all these different areas and groups of people and yeah you feel this like need to just nurture all these relationships that you really don't have to there's a lot of pressure to do that yeah and now it's like "Mm." No, I don't really. Yeah, that <laughs> if is I don't so align true. with that person, then I don't care. It's you just kind of move on. Bye bye, Felicia. <laughs> uh, I feel like I didn't make any sense with that, but that's the story of my life with this podcast. Uh, just really hope it speaks to you. <laughs> um, okay, I'm so bad at making genuine friends. Help. My advice for you is: Are you being genuine? Um initially like are you being vulnerable and are you kind of going there like going to those yeah there's a difference between like small talk friendships and like friendships where you get real so if you're opening up your heart or you're like putting yourself out there to get a little more real with Mm -hmm. someone that's going to give them more inclination to like be real with you back which in return develops more genuine deep-rooted friendships now that I think about it all the people that I've become close with here you can keep talking someone's Um, knocking on my door (laughs) have all been people that immediately will open up Catherine just got a package (laughs) what is it um amazon they're for michael so (laughs) probably more books um sorry about that well i was saying that like thinking back to all the friendships i've made over the last year and like the last couple of years are all people that are just willing to like cut to the chase and like get deep it's not I'm someone that I'll I'll like share a lot like the first time I meet someone that's just kind of who I am and that's I don't like dumb small talk 
I just, that's not. Yeah, it's like there's a time and a place for it, but if you're trying to make genuine relationships or bills, then there's no room for small talk. And you get immediately, you immediately are more connected to those people when you just are willing to be open and and go deep and talk about all of those things. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, like if you are opening up and they're not like receiving it, receiving it, then that's not on you. Right. Like that's That's just not not meant to be. That's not your person. Keep being real. And keeping, don't let that discourage you from continuing to be genuine and open. Yeah. Yeah, Totally. Yeah. Not everyone's going to pick up what you're putting down, but that's okay. You just, you keep trying and don't, don't let that close all your doors. Not everyone's going to pick up what you put down. <laughs> That's what the title of this podcast episode is going to be. <sighs> it, no, it's going to be, are you picking up what we're putting down? Okay. I don't hate it. We'll pray about it. When you each moved, what was the most helpful thing for building community? That's a great question. Um, putting myself out there. Was, yeah. was the most helpful thing for me going to like public places mm-hmm. and not just like sitting in the corner but like being like hey I love that shirt oh by the way what's your deepest darkest secret do you want to be my friend <laughs> really though really yeah I mean I remember when I first world was about to move here this is this is also just like a testament to the, my character and like the planner in me and like the anxiety in me is I, I need to at least have some things lined up. Mm-hmm. And so before we even moved, obviously that's how we met because mm-hmm. I reached out to you on Instagram, but I would just kind of be like following people that lived in the area that were into some of the things that I was like, Melissa was one of the people that I yeah. messaged on Instagram because she taught at the studio and, um, people I knew that were into yoga and, you know, liked some of the same things that I did. I would just start following them. And if, we kind of vibed. I would reach out and message them. And then she and I got to chatting and that's how I ended up going into the studio. And next thing you know, I mean like next thing you know, so you're... many more people there. Now I'm a teacher there. So, um, I think there's nothing wrong with starting it on social media. I actually think like that, that social, and... that's like one of the, um, uh, I guess blessings of social media yes. is that you can connect and like kind of dig deeper into like areas that you want to be involved in yeah and that's another piece of advice is like if you're moving to a new community go to places that you want to be connected to so if you're like a fitness guru go to a gym if you love the lord go to church yeah if join a small group you know like if you are obsessed with coffee hang out at coffee shops i've met so many people at you know drift and yeah uh casablanca and all those sorts of places and Really, we're very blessed because Wilmington is just so special special, and people are just open to talking to you. Like, I've met so many people here just in passing that are just willing to talk to you. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's, it's weird. It's different than a lot of other cities in that sense, but that doesn't mean you still couldn't follow, take this advice Right. Anywhere. Or if, like, you move into an apartment complex, go hang out by the pool and yeah. talk to people at the pool. You yeah. know? I don't know. There's, like... Yeah. Just be weird. That's my advice. Be weird. Yeah. Start doing the doing, doing the, the work dang thing. to put yourself out there. Totally agree. I like that question. That's a great question. Oh, that's another one. Same question. How to make friends when moving here and knowing no one. These yeah. are awesome. Those are. Yeah, we love when y'all uh, send us questions and stuff because it um, one gives us content and we also kind of get to figure out like what you want to hear from us. Yeah. Sometimes we sit here and we're like, I don't know. And it kind of helps us get to know you guys more too. Like 
what you're curious about and the things that you're needing help with and and we read them oh yeah we read them we we read them maybe when we get to millions of followers we'll we'll miss them but like right now we're able to filter through (laughs) yes i completely agree um are we still going we're good right because there's another thing that I wanted to address. Yeah, address it. So, especially because we already posted that we were going to talk about it, but the importance of community and friendships within business as well. And like within yeah. building your brand. Not That's not going to necessarily relate to everybody listening to this podcast, but for those, we do get a lot of those questions where mm-hmm. it's like, hey, how do I network? How do I reach out to other people that might be able to help me expand. And um, I think that's a really awesome That is a good question. question. And I think community is huge when it comes to expanding your career and your and your personal growth. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, especially like as a wedding vendor, you need to make connections with other people and be willing to reach out and say what you, who you are and what you're about and make yourself known. Um, and simple ways of doing that are just like offering things to people. Sometimes you got to hustle a little bit. A little bartering. Yeah. Never hurt work anybody. Work for free. Um, like if you want to, let's say you're a photographer and you want to get in with a florist or a venue that you really want to shoot at or shoot someone's work. Hey, do you need any updated headshots or do you need any new branding for your website? Happy to come do a quick shoot for you and mm-hmm. hang out and get to yeah. know them and just offer offer people something and tell them what you can bring to the table rather than just asking them for help. Yeah, totally. Because That's a really good tip. I I've gotten a lot of those types of messages and then I've also gotten the kind that are like, "Hey, do this for me." Mm. And I'm way turned off by that because it's like, "Why should I do that for you? Who are you? Why do you want to work with me?" Mm-hmm. What makes you worthy of me posting about you or offering this to you or whatever? Right. I know that sounds like very, what was me? But it took a lot of work to like build to where I am now. Mm-hmm. And, you, and I never expected for just someone to be like, oh yeah, sure, I'll let you do this. Or I'll give you this for free. Or I'll vouch for you when I don't know you. Like yeah. I never would expect that of somebody. And so I think it's so important to like appreciate and respect other people in your industry or that have been down that road yeah. before you because they're the people that are going to help get you there. Yeah, I think that you touched on some really good points. Like what builds a brand or what builds a business is support. Mm-hmm. And so if you are showing genuine support for other businesses or other brands in your community or in your um, niche, <laughs> in your um yeah, wherever, like wherever your business lies in the yeah. community. If you're supporting like-minded businesses and um, in return, they're going to want to support you back. Yeah. It's that like give and take right. kind of mentality of like, yeah, you love me, I'll love you back. And especially if you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, whatever, aspiring entrepreneur, we're all like in the same boat. We're all just like <laughs> all this sw- together, like just really struggling. Yeah, and so no one's gonna be like, no. And that's where the <laughs> vulnerability comes in too. So like yeah. the 
the question about genuine friendships, like how do you make them? That's the same with like business connections. Like mm-hmm. how do you make genuine business connections is be real, be real, share your story, be vulnerable about where um, your business has been, where it is right now, where you want it to go, yeah. how that person can benefit you and how you want to benefit them. So your business essentially has been like community is its foundation. Mm-hmm. How has like how has community and and your personal connections helped you with your business? Um, I think it just like develops trust. So um, a lot of the soul girls, for instance, like it's my joy to support their their many things. Like Megan with the Gouda gals, mm-hmm. like I just love that. I know, and so. so cool. I think that if you're like that community over competition mindset, if you're um, working with people or if you're close with people and you're um, building up their brand, that develops like, or that just like creates this base of trust between you and them to where they're going to want to do the same for you. Um, And like with personal training, that's like other trainers in the area. I said this last night, like, I don't really see them as competition. Like, sure, they might take a, they might receive a client over me receiving a client, but everyone needs health. Right. Everyone's seeking to be physically healthy. Mm-hmm. Just like everyone needs a photographer mm-hmm. for something in their life, or yeah. everyone needs your service and who you end up with as a, as a, you know, business partnership whoever your client ends up being is who, who, who your client's supposed, supposed to, be. to be. Yeah. And so I don't really see it as like, oh, dang, they got Jane. I didn't yeah. get Jane. Yeah. Jane was me. Jane wasn't for me. She yeah. was supposed to be with Right. And they're going to make. They're <laughs> just making Yeah. <laughs> People are going to make those decisions based on their own personal needs. And it's, you don't need to get offended or, or mm-hmm. discouraged by that because. And how terrible would it be for me to like, be against all personal trainers yeah and that's kind of like what we talked about earlier like that support mentality of like if I was like nope everyone in my in my brand or in my business category is against me then gosh what a terrible way to live first of all just like constantly bitter and jealous Mm -hmm. and second of all like you miss out on the support you could receive yeah by not supporting other people yeah it's so true what would be your biggest advice for someone who maybe is like new to a town or a state or maybe even just their industry with like that first step of making themselves known or like making a connection? Well, something I always share with people when I'm like pitching social media, for instance, like my social media branding. Mm-hmm. And I've shared this at your workshop is authenticity. So what makes you, you? And what makes your training different than this person's training? Yeah. So really getting getting down to that um, niche, that <laughs> that authentic authentic piece that you can add to the community, um, like letting people in on what that is, and yeah. sh- and being true to that. Don't yeah. say like I'm this like super mm-hmm. X Y and Z person, and then not prove and that not in the way that. that you act. Yeah. Be be who you are. Yeah. And be that fully. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it totally does. And you do a great job of that. Thank you. And you do a great job of making other people or like helping other brands to be that too. Right. Like there's, there's other podcasters in Wilmington. Right. 
and I listen to them. You yeah. know, like, it's not like, oh, mm, sorry, yeah. you're a podcaster. <laughs> I also am a podcaster, so I need to really stick with my heart and soul audience. Only. Only. Yeah. No, I, I like, I don't know. Well, I mean. Support. Support other people. Yeah. And friendship and business. The more you love, the more love you receive. Yes. Agree. That was a Buddha moment. That was a great quote. That was like a fortune cookie message. Yeah. Give love, receive love. (laughs) Period. What accent was that? I don't know. (laughs) Not sure, but I liked it. Uh, That was fun. That was a good episode. Yeah. Remember when we, before we started, we were like, I don't know if we're going to be able to talk this whole time. (laughs) We had no plan. We didn't even have any questions written down. We just. We fly by the seat of our pants. Yeah. We being authentic. Yeah. Um, well, we love you guys. And next week we will have a guest. We don't know who that is yet, though. Yes, we do. Um, yes, we do. Oh, we do. We do. We do. We do. We'll announce it next week, though. <laughs> we'll tease it. Yep. Um, so we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you have any more questions about friendship or if you live in Wilmington and you haven't found genuine friendship, please reach out to us. We would love to hang. We'd have to schedule it, but we would love to. Don't forget about our workshop, July 13th. We'd love to see you there. Please leave us a review, comment, subscribe. Help us get to that 200 goal by some point. Just like Um, whenever. Yeah. Um, We love you guys so much. Yes. We hope you have the best week ever. See you next time. Bye. Love you. Bye.